I'm Jeff Livingston with ADP Canada. Today I learned that I just might have picked up my last free stress ball without even knowing it. Is the world of free pens, promotional swag, and making small talk with Karen from Bridgewater gone forever? Or will we make a triumphant return to the glory days of in-person conferences, trade shows, and events? Well, let's find out. Because today, we're talking about conferences and delivering successful virtual events. This is ADP's Insights at Work podcast. Let's dive in. This is the podcast that looks at what's happening in the HR world, takes your questions, and studies the research to help HR experts move forward. It's prepared by HR experts for HR experts. Today we're joined by Dana Thompson, Marketing Manager of Events with ADP Canada, and Tammy Bradley, Past President of Meeting Professionals International. It's such a pleasure to have you both assembled for today's panel. Thanks for having me, Jeff. It's great to be part of the Insights at Work podcast today. And thank you both for having me as well. I'm really looking forward to sharing some of my experiences. Well, it's great to have you both here. Tammy, why don't we start by hearing just a bit about you and Meeting Professionals International and its role in supporting Canada's event space. Absolutely. Meeting Professionals International is an association, the world's largest association, that represents meeting professionals around the world. So that includes planners that plan corporate events, they plan association events, and maybe even school events. And then it also represents the suppliers, so the hoteliers, the convention centers, audiovisual companies, basically anyone who supplies any service to the live event space as well as the virtual event space. Fantastic. Sounds like a great organization. With the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, we saw the cancellation of all in-person conferences, events, and trade shows between the spring and the end of 2020, if not longer. Tammy, with your exposure to so many events and organizations across the country, what's your take on what's happened so far this year? Well, it's definitely been a crazy year. Um, I think it all started mid-March when the WHO named it a pandemic. That was the moment where events around Canada started canceling immediately. Um, Everyone's reaction was quite quick and everything was getting canceled. Then quickly come around mid-April, a lot of planners were starting to realize that they can't just cancel their events, they needed to adapt their events. So they started to really explore the world of virtual events and what that means to them and how they could recreate the events that they were gonna have in the virtual world on the websites and whatnot. So it's definitely been an amazing um, experience to see that whole transition take place and be part of it. Tammy, we know so much comes down to that bottom line. From a financial and contract perspective, is there recourse that companies have when it comes to having to cancel or pull back on those in-person conference and event commitments? There were, and a lot of um, planners, they had to deal with working closely with the hotels. 
um, <clears throat> some of them were able to cancel their contracts without penalty because of force majeure. Um, the Ontario government wasn't allowing meetings over five people, so they weren't allowed to have their events because of what the government laws were. However, a lot of hoteliers, they were still out of pocket and they needed to ensure that the business was coming back. So a lot of them would also waive their penalties in an effort to guarantee the business is coming back to them in 2021 or 2022, because um, they still need to make sure that the books are filled in the future. Dana, let's take it over to you. Continuing along those lines of dealing with this very unexpected COVID situation, how did ADP Canada handle things? Well, at ADP, we deliver more than 50 in-person events per year. Months of planning, of course, collaboration with associations and conferences across the country. And when things changed overnight, we had to pivot and quickly adapt. So we got creative, we leveraged our partnerships and explored all options to continue to deliver impactful and unique experiences for our clients. We can explore many different virtual experiences with our partners like the Toronto Raptors in various capacities for partner hospitality. And the sky is really the limit when it comes to uh, virtual events. There's virtual wine tasting, cooking experiences with professional chefs, even tea tasting with a certified tea master, all virtually. So there are no limits and it's great to see so much creativity and innovation come to life in such a short period of time. It sounds like you did what everyone else had to do. It was to get creative. Even MPI Toronto chapter had to create a new way for our members to network. And we figured out a way to do it virtually online. And we held, we to this day, we're still holding virtual networking events every two weeks and our professional development as well. Um, I work for an audiovisual company and we've had our clients come to us with some amazing innovative events being held online. Um, we've done the virtual wine tasting where the vineyard would send everyone who would be attending a bottle of wine or a sampling of wine and they'd bring in a sommelier to walk through the tasting with them while at the same time having the the vineyard online from germany being able to tell them you know how it was grown and what makes it different from the others it's amazing how much you can do with just a little opening your mind and being creative thanks for that tammy it's neat to see a new world of possibilities opening up. And that example with the German vineyard exemplifies that virtual events are truly borderless. So often HR teams are responsible for planning corporate events. And with technology, they can reach speakers anywhere in the globe and have them associated with that event for probably less expense. When planning that event, what should an event planner be taking into consideration? You're absolutely right. We do work with a lot of HR teams because a lot of companies don't have in-house planners and they leave it to their HR teams to wear the multiple hats for the organizations. Um, but even those without that much experience, they can do it themselves. You know, the platforms have really come a long way, both Zoom and WebEx. They, it's a do-it-yourself system um, for a small multi-subscription there's so much you can do. There's different platforms, different operating systems, and they're not hard to use. You use them once and you become an expert almost immediately. With so much changing so quickly, Tammy, what are the areas for virtual events that you've seen growth in that our listeners, those HR teams putting together events, should be making themselves aware of? Our biggest growth that we're seeing are training sessions are moving to be online and CPD events. Um, associations 
have to have board meetings. A lot of them have their bylaws where they have to have AGMs. Those are all being held virtually online. And we bring in technologies that allow them to have the votes that is audited and allow them to weigh their votes if necessary as, necessary as well. Tammy, I always like to offer the most relevant and practical advice for our listeners, something they can take away and share with their leadership team today, exactly like the tips you provided in auditing and recording meetings that not-for-profits need to adhere to. What are the top three pieces of advice you'd give for an HR expert looking to host a virtual event? The first piece of advice I would say is to learn the do-it-yourself platforms, the Zoom and the WebEx, and there's so many others, and know their limits. Play around with them. Most of them, especially Zoom, are offering free accounts. So set up a couple Zoom calls with your friends and play around and see what, what it can do for you. Um, if you're finding it's not really obtaining everything that you wanted to do, my second piece of advice is consult an expert. We can help you to determine if the do-it-yourself platform will work for you and help you through it, or we'll let you know that there are other options and bring in consults, consultants to navigate all the different platforms and manage it for you. And then the third piece of advice is just realize anything is possible. Um, wine tasting, cooking classes, anything can be done virtually nowadays. Multi-day conferences with breakout rooms, Anything can be held online. That's awesome. I agree. After chatting with you today, I think anything is possible. The sky's the limit. Now, before we leave, I have one last question. And I'm sure HR teams across the country are looking ahead to hosting staff holiday parties and get-togethers. What do you see in store for events in the next six months? Will we be toasting each other with a glass of eggnog in person or virtually come December 2020? Well, I'm sure I'd be a millionaire if my crystal ball was more accurate than those of the experts. But what I would recommend, what I would suggest is it's hard to say because our environment is constantly changing. What we're seeing a lot of planners do now is consider planning for a hybrid event where half of your attendance will be on, will be live in person and the other half may be virtual, and then connecting the two together. So I think some of us will be toasting each other side by side, and the other half will be toasting to their webcams on their laptops. Well, Tammy, I hope that Dana and myself will be toasting you in person at one event or another this coming holiday season. And it looks like we've run out of racetrack today. Dana, Tammy, it's reassuring to know that even before the pandemic hit, both of your teams were working hard on contingency plans and a variety of ways to engage guests. It's clear that times have changed, and with what you've shared today, I think that we're all a little better off to handle what's to come. Tammy, thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And Dana, a big thank you for appearing on today's podcast. Thanks, Jeff. This is the part of the podcast where I thank everybody for listening in. I know it's tough to find time to carve out for thought leadership, and I appreciate you, the listener, for making the time for us. On our next episode, we'll be talking with another HR expert about today's most important HR issues. I'm Jeff Livingston alongside ADP's very own Dana Thompson and past president 
of Meeting Professionals International, Tammy Bradley. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, and please be kind. We'll see you soon on our next episode of ADP Canada's Insights at Work. Hey!